0: who's back! Yee-haw! Awesome! Michelangelo. You dudes want to play too? <laughs> Around the world! Donatello. Yeah. <laughs> Leonardo. Hey. Raphael.
1: Yeah. yeah. All the good ones and to know. <laughs> hey, Mike. You think you could punch any louder?
0: I can still hear out of this one. Any luck finding a new place to live yet? <laughs>
2: And I thought all the really good dungeons were in Europe.
0: Where are you guys? I'd just like to say, hello. Would you give me that? Come on, back. Shredder. Whoa. The past returns, my son. That's the canister that had the ooze. That transformed us all. Well, you're the last one, aren't you? He's got the canister. Get it! Wow. Get down. It's one for all. You take the ugly one. No, you take the ugly one. <laughs> Which
1: one's the ugly
0: one? And all four.
1: Pizza? Hmm.
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Pizza. The Secret of the Ooze. Cowabunga! go, Ninja, go, Ninja,
3: Ooh. Welcome to They Call This a Movie, testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time. Subscribe to the podcast and iTunes and other podcast services by searching They Call This a Movie. We are part of the Main Damie Network. let's find more from us, check out the website at themaindami.com or on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at themaindami. We're also now a proud member of Geek Fives Nation. You can find them at gbnation.com. Welcome back to They Call This a Movie. This is Anthony Delvecchio, and with me, as always, is Dan Aquino and Mark Meyer. Say hello, gentlemen.
1: Hello, everyone. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go.
3: Could have guessed if if you gave me $500. Yes, it would have been that. I I, wouldn't have known.
1: I never know what he's going to say. A little spoiler (laughs) into it. I was thinking of, I looked up the lyrics and thought it would be funny to just start my thing just saying the lyrics, like spoken word, but they're not any good. It's not any better than that.
3: I wonder why. Sure. Uh, Yes, this is uh, our second poll of the new year. And we decided to do children's movies, so the winner, based on your votes, and we hate you for it, is none other than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, colon, The Secret of the Ooze, from 1991. Gentlemen, how much do you hate this movie? Uh, uh, I, I don't so much as hate it as I am just
2: severely disappointed in how much I used to watch it as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it really goes to show that I had terrible taste and I, I used to watch this movie at my grandparents' house like every day when I was yep. there. And to me, this was like the golden age of cinema. And I would just, you know, I mean, it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you were a kid, you loved it. And then, uh, when I rewatched it, I haven't seen this movie in years. When I rewatched it, my wife asked me like, why are you making that face? And I, I didn't even realize I was making a face. And she was like, yeah, you look like you're just totally disgusted right now. I was like, I am. This is just awful. I don't remember it being this terrible. It was just so bad. Yeah, it's not a good movie.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Dan. I didn't realize how much I watched this movie compared to the first one. Because when I scenes were starting to pop up in this movie, I was like, oh, I thought that was in the first. I thought that was in. Oh, wait, I watched this movie more, didn't I? Mhm you know, like the uh like I recognized this April more mm-hmm. um I recognized uh you know the jokes about them uh in the with the pizza in the like doing the fake throwing the football the pizza, and all that I thought mm-hmm. that was in the first movie I was in this uh the you know the the we'll get into it deeper, but you know the kid getting uh infiltrating the foot camp, you know, I thought that was in the first movie, but that's in this one that was like. I, was, I got more disappointed in myself the more I realized that even though I owned them both, I probably preferred this one more as a child.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm probably in that same boat. Um, much like Dan, I used to. I remember specifically going to my grandparents' house and and putting this on and watching it. And yeah, I. I've never disliked them. Like I've never a movie that I've loved so much as a kid. I've never gone back and revisited this movie, come away disliking it as much as yeah. I dislike this movie, watching it as an adult.
2: This movie, I don't know what it did to us. It, it I, Again, I think it was just really capitalizing off of just the, the turtle mania at the time. Yeah. And it, it was one of those things where it could do no wrong. But talk about not aging well. Oh boy, like mm-hmm. this is, everything is just like peak 90s terrible. It's yeah. not like cheesy 90s. It's just bad 90s.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah To um, A little bit about that Turtle Mania comment you just made. Uh, they, the makers of this were afraid that Turtle Mania would kind of run its course by the time they made a sequel. So this one actually came out less than a year after the first one. So they rushed this one into production and came away with the movie that we have. I mean, they... they Obviously, they made some improvements over the first one, just on a technical aspect. Like the suits, uh, the animatronics is, isn't bad. It's Henson, Henson's uh, department. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the only nice thing I could probably say about this movie.
1: Yeah. So these suits weren't uh, basically suicide machines. Right. The, like first, the first ones.
3: Movie? The first ones were like I think they were they could only be in there for like 30 minutes at a time. Before they oh, would I, suffocate or something like that, I thought it was less. I thought it was like or something. yeah, it was something really low. Um, I, don't know, I mean I'm sure I could look up the, the the trivia on that, but yeah, I know they were hot. they were they didn't let in air, and they were really heavy because of the animatronics.
2: Oh, and they were doing backflips in those things, yeah. like full choreography fighting. yeah, so uh, the the guys who were in there, and i I remember I had a magazine when the first movie came out and the, the guys who are in there are like tiny. They're not really, they're not big guys. So what well, Being one of them. Right. Yeah. And so he's what well, he's, he looks like he's five, six, five, seven. He's, he's a little guy. Yeah. So, you know, he must've been strong as hell to be able to do, you know, pull off those moves that they were pulling off in the first movie. So, and, and the suits, yeah, they might've been death traps, but they look so much better in the first one than in this one.
3: Yeah. I th- I think one of the main uh upgrades they I, I was reading is that in the original all the animatronic machinery was in the heads and that caused like terrible strain on the performers necks and in this mm. one they were able to move all that machinery into the 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 shells so it was more like a back, like it was more like a backpack a, a better place a backpack of sorts so yeah. they were able to not have their have crippling neck um injuries because of it Man, that,
2: that i guess i'll give him a pass on that one and i don't like <laughs> yeah, you gotta
3: it. you gotta suffer for your craft you do and, you do
1: and no matter what you think uh about the suits they are way better than the cgi stuff that's come out recently
2: uh yeah. yeah for the most part i i would say i i was a big fan of the 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 first animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie like the fully animated one the
3: TMN, the TMNT I think was the official title of that one correct yeah I like I thought that was better you could do more with it but is, yeah, is the, that the
1: Megan Fox one or whoever no no, no Apple... the, it's
2: fully animated
1: okay yeah, yeah that's I know I'm, I'm talking about the you know was it Michael You're talking Bay, about the Michael Bay or... ones yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it, Michael Bay produced those movies right he didn't direct right. them
3: right. yeah
2: so, yeah, everyone was always getting on Michael Bay for ruining their childhood when it was really someone else, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It was Nickelodeon, really, for mm-hmm. bringing it back. But the they have the cartoons now that are apparently very good, uh, but I haven't watched them. Yeah. I, but, I
3: think I think the ship uh, has passed for me in terms of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, sure. I remember being, like, super into Turtles. When I was a kid, but like for a small window of time, and to be honest with you, I don't really have that much nostalgia for it. Uh, yeah, I mean it comes and goes. Like I'm, I'm not sitting here
2: watching turtles movies or old cartoon episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did pick up at the the comic con in New York. I picked up a autographed comic from uh, one of the creators, uh, Eric Laird. But I mean that was just because he was there. And yeah. like I w- I wasn't dying to have it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I agree. the The ship has sailed on that. I've I've outgrown the turtles. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and it's amazing how short of a time frame it was. Like how into it you were, and then you look back at the the time because it happens a lot with with when I look back on Power, Ranger. yeah, like Power the, Rangers. Yeah, Power Rangers.
3: I know. I lasted a Christmas, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it I, was, I'd give it two years. I think for me.
1: Yeah, it was like you remember like, your memory back then is, like, oh, man, that that was, like, that was like so many years. It was, like, most of my childhood. And then you look at the years, you're, like, oh, wait, no. It's, it's like, barely 97 when they, <laughs> you know, by the time. Like, the last thing I really remember with Power Rangers was, um, you know, the movie. And then I don't remember how much I liked it after that. Yeah. And then with I this, I remember... Right
2: before the
0: movie. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I, mean, I think it was after I stopped watching. I watched the movie, and I'm, like, oh, this was pretty bad, and then they kind of killed it for me.
1: Yeah, and I think with this one, I think the height of my fandom with turtles was this movie here. And then I saw the third one, but everything sort of just tapered off. Yeah. I, I
3: think I might have saw the third one once, and yeah. and that was like on VHS. Yeah, So like not even not even a yeah, theater go going the theater. experience. So I don't yeah. even think it went into theaters did it? Yeah, I think it did. I yeah. did it.
2: I couldn't I didn't see it in theaters. I couldn't tell you one part of that movie i know they time travel that's
3: yeah, about it
1: travel. yeah
2: yeah but I, i'll, I'll tell our, you
1: the feudal japan
2: the like yeah. the, the peak turtle mania for me and i'll I'll, I'll tell you a real quick story <laughs> i feel and, like
3: you've told this already but have i but, probably to us but, i don't know if you
1: told oh, don't anything.
2: have i said it on air i, I don't know turtles uh, out
3: of their shelter yeah <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was that was my uh That was my gift for potty training. And so, like, people out there, listeners, friends. Dan was six. I was (laughs) late bloomer. Uh, No judging here, all right? Like I said, we're all friends. Uh, Just just respect your parents, all right? Because they do a lot for you. And my dad uh, sat through the coming out of their shells turtle concert for me. I forget i I must have I don't want to say an age because I'm terrible at naming things. Like when are you supposed to I don't remember when you're supposed to complete potty training? The two? three? I don't know. I don't 13. I don't remember <laughs> right. it, it, It's between one and twenty. Just pick a pick a number. But so that was my gift. And like to me, obviously, it was phenomenal at the time. And I could just imagine my dad thinking, this is the worst thing ever. They like, don't have kids ever, and I watched it out of pure cu- curiosity. I watched a video of it on, on YouTube, and it it's pretty much uh, Five Nights at Freddy's level bad.
0: That's yeah, okay. it,
2: it, like the animatronics are awful, and I if you're listening out there, just, it's kind of nightmare fuel these costumes that they're wearing because they're 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 trying to pull off like the uh, like the hair metal look. Where they're all mm. they're all wearing like jean jackets and like, one I think Michelangelo had like the the star and glitter on his uh on his face sure. it was just a real confusing time I guess for <laughs> for everybody yeah but yeah. just just respect your parents because this is the stuff they do for you they yeah. they sit through shitty Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles concerts
3: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah uh the coming out of the shells tour live musical tour that occurred in 1990 starting starting August 17th, Endorsed and sponsored by Pizza Hut. So you could do the math of how old you were at that right. point. Right. So what you said, ninety? Ninety. Yeah. All right, so I was
1: three. All right. Three. And now I think about it. You may have told this story when we did the Christmas. Yes.
2: Okay. Yes. Well Thanks. for those who
3: might not have listened.
1: It just popped in my head. Go. I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. Me and Dan did the
3: Yeah. Um this movie directed by Michael Pressman stars Paige Turco, David Warner, Ernie Reyes. McKellen, Sisty, Leaf Tilden, Ken Trome, and Vanilla Ice, with special appearances by Susie Esman from Kirby Enthusiasm. Yes. And Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White's in this? Michael Jai White is in the scene where uh, Kino goes to like the meetup before he goes into the training for uh, the Foot oh. Clan. He's right. Oh. He's the big black guy right behind him. Get out of here! I didn't notice nope. that. He doesn't do anything. He just, he just looks menacingly. Yeah. Because
2: that's what is the Listen, you guys. You only get one shot at this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's pretty good. I got mean, I'm not gonna go back and watch it because okay. that would just
1: be terrible. <laughs> I like how you stopped yourself. You're like, I better go. No, no, I'm not gonna do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this uh, has an IMDb score of 6.0. Entirely too high. Seems- <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes score of 35%. Uh, it's budget uh, $25 million and made box office of 78. Uh, Again, the Turtle Comparison, comparison uh, the original was $13.5 million and it made 135. Wow, so it took a dive. It took a dive, which is surprising because it's just a sequel. But I guess... Yeah. I guess they got I guess it was on the uh, the other side of the bell curve. Yeah. It was well, Turtle Mania.
2: I, I don't know if if adjusting for inflation or anything like that. It was the highest grossing independent movie of all time, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. But, right. but I I probably uh, paranormal I think, activity would yeah. have taken it over. Or, I think Blair Witch, Blair
3: Witch Project first and then Passion of the Christ was technically an independent movie. Oh okay. And then yeah, maybe paranormal activity at this point. Yeah, this this is a tough watch, and I yeah. watched this more or less two and a half times. Yeah, I I saw it the one time to review this. Yeah, and it, that's all I needed. I I was filling in the blank like like you said how I think Mark said how much he didn't realize how much he watched this. I was like filling in the blanks of like the jokes that were gonna come. Like it was all kind of flush, rushing back to me. It's like, oh, well, he's gonna say this now, and then he said it. it like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the entire movie for the three of us. Ah, oh, fuck me.
2: Well, it. I remember it. It. It started out as like pure elation for me because Donatello has the first kind of. Uh, I don't. I, I don't want to call any of these jokes actual jokes. They're barely jokes. They're barely jokes. Yeah, they're. They're bad. So when. The turtles are all saying, you know, their catchphrases, is cowabunga, bodacious, and Leonardo – or Donatello says uh,
0: – Eclectic.
2: I mean, he, right, and then he's just like going down the the list of just weird things to say. And I remembered I was like, oh, he's going to say Farajaka here. It was like, I got it, Farajaka. And he starts to sing Farajaka. And I was like, oh, that's – I remember that. And then it just really just after – joke after joke, it just – it was like – in a video game when your health meter goes down it's like the doom guy do you remember doom guy when your health went down yeah and it just your your face got bloody and sad and that that was my face it would just it would get really sad and downtrodden and bloody and bloodied i just (laughs) yeah i was crying blood it was it was just the the jokes are painful is essentially what i'm getting at
3: yeah they're not jokes though because there's like no setup and no no punchline they're just yelling out random words at times there's a line when they're in the first fight i think it's donatella what does he says he says rawhide robocop <laughs> that's one catchy word i guess <laughs> robocop
2: kids know robocop
3: yeah Raw oh yeah there's hide, a ralph nader RoboCop. joke in here that that's makes right. absolutely no sense
2: what is it when he uses the rope or something like that? Like when I'll make sure tra- to call
3: when they commend the quality of the rope that they're stuck. That's in. That's right.
2: Right. I'll make sure to write Ralph Nader a letter. Does he like own rope? I don't know. Does he? Is <laughs> Does he pro hemp?
3: He yeah. did maybe he
2: pro hemp? I was gonna say maybe he invented That's, rope. Or? That might
1: be. That might be. T- I I don't want to give it that much credit that it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they did know. their research.
1: Yeah, they did their research i'm thinking ralph nader was just in the news or something uh, for safety topical i don't
3: know oh <laughs> uh, i'm just looking at it here there's a quote and i'm not going to read the whole quote but just it ends with we call for legalization of industrial hemp and all its many uses ralph nader on drugs okay. so there you go Maybe. so uh, i guess the that's turtles a joke are for uh... somebody <laughs> somebody <laughs> got that joke in the theater
2: yes. <laughs> so do the turtles smoke are they are they down
3: no, yeah, no, yeah. no, know, just hemp not. as in like a a tool oh, to, make, wow. to make ropes. Uh, oh, was that, definitely who, down? Yeah, for sure. He
2: he, he gets all uh, ethereal and whatnot.
3: Yeah, well he's yeah. on the roof, coming yeah.
2: to a decision. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah the the uh, the pause was very effective there.
3: <laughs> What's he doing up there? Coming. <laughs>
2: to a decision <laughs> <laughs> maybe was this one of those things where they tried to sneak in some dirty uh some dirty lines for the uh the adults in the theater you think
3: yeah they didn't do it enough though.
2: yeah yeah it was we i was saying off of air that this movie is just a lot of a lot of fast movement and a lot of just words just being yep. said to appease children
3: yeah just word salad yeah all right, uh, what do you guys say we get into the plot? At this
1: yeah, point? let's do it. There's really no, no. plot in this. Point. Oh yeah, what plot? no.
3: <laughs> We've t- we talked for 20 minutes. That's so all we need to talk about. It. <laughs> yeah, um, let's, uh, let's get into this thing.
1: What happened?
3: Despite Stan's Dan's protest, we are gonna we are gonna talk about the plot. But before we do, we're gonna take a step back and listen to do word from a friend of the podcast. So we will be right back. Welcome back, everybody, and it's time to get into the plot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Okay, we open up on the most unappetizing pizza montage that's ever been put to film. Yep. As we see New Yorkers of all shapes and sizes just chowing down on pizza, all of it looking terrible. All of it looking like pizza that Mark can eat, though, because there is just nothing but cheese on these pizzas. So yeah, and this I is thought, a Pro Mark Pizza montage. Yeah,
1: two two things I thought through this entire montage until we meet, Kino. Um, one, I was thinking about how the last movie ended. Like, did that end with them like becoming popular and they found out they love pizzas so and now all oh, New York loves pizza because the turtles love pizza thing? Well, like, let's get into this a
3: little bit. Yeah, because yeah. this takes place days after. The first movie hours after the first movie?
2: Yeah, I think it's a few yeah. days after.
1: Yeah.
3: Cuz I remember
2: I made the comment to to Jen because she, I think Splinter says that they're 15, so I was like, oh, they must have been 14 in the last movie. And then I just realized I like, wait a minute, he this whole takes place r- immediately after the first movie.
3: Yeah. Right. Cuz the first time we see the Foot Clan or in after the fight, they're retreating mm-hmm. to their second bunker, their their high their second hideout and like yeah. what's his name? Tetsuo or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Tetsu. Is, Tetsu is trying to uh take over uh with the power vacuum which shredder gone and he immediately shows back up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So it, it, it,
1: it's, go it's ahead, gotta Mark. be at least a couple days because, you know, April's already grown tired of them being in the house. Right. Right. So yeah. it can't just be like a couple hours. Sure. So.
3: Uh, so this pizza place is hopping. Um I think it's called Roy's Pizza. Yeah.
1: And that, that was my second thing. Roy's
3: <laughs> Pizza.
1: <laughs> yes. Dan, I thought when they showed from the inside, I was like, Was that the pizza place we went to?
2: That's immediately what I thought too. <laughs> I was like, Possibly oh, was. That looks like the but I think that's Three Brothers pizza that we went to. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They also probably didn't shoot a lick of this in New York today. <laughs> New
2: York. Well, yeah. If you didn't notice by the beautiful backdrops that they use in this movie,
3: <laughs> the totally not fake backdrops. Yep. And I, I, there's actually one specific um, detail that I will get into later because uh, it's in my notes later. <laughs> I like I like when we pick your notes. It's,
2: like,
3: yep. it's almost like a great minds think alike kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So Kino gets a delivery, like another pizza to April O'Neil. She's just ordering pizzas like it's her day job. So we th- that's what we think. So he hops on his little moped, tries to chat up a girl, and immediately oh. fat shames okay. her. Okay. <laughs> Making
1: him... Me and Dan, we're both not going to let that slide by.
3: No, nope. <laughs> Making I, him completely unlikable in the first three minutes of this movie.
2: Yeah. yeah. It, it's this. Yeah, this movie just shouts. It's it's not woke. It's not woke yeah. at all. Because first of all, he approaches these girls and asks them if they want to go out with him. So one of the girls says, keep dreaming. Right? Yeah. And he says, "I'll think of, I'll dream of someone slimmer." Like, go fuck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're in the one who dreams, just got shot be, down. You loser. In my
3: dreams, you'd be thinner. I think is something, it's something to the effect of what he says, right? Yeah, like that's <laughs> what a dickhead. Yeah, you're the one that approached this girl. Right, right. It, it, I think it wouldn't be right. He knows in Yeah. I, I mm-hmm.
2: think it, it would have been different had they approached him. But yeah. it still wouldn't have been right for him to say that. No. But yeah, you, he he's basically trying to cover up for him
3: being just like brutally shot down. He's so practicing secured, practicing the fine art of nagging. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's
2: he he is by far the worst addition to this franchise.
3: Yes, he I mean, I'll give him credit. He is excellent when it comes to like the actual martial arts. Yeah, yeah. But his character is annoying.
2: And he's not funny. Like, I mean, granted, none of the characters are funny in this, but he's <laughs> right. He's like the tip of the not funny iceberg.
3: Yeah. 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 So he drives off to go to this delivery, arrives at uh April O'Neill's apartment, but while he's there he kind of notices a suspicious van parked outside like this kind of mall. Um so he goes to investigate, and he see sees a bunch of guys stealing stuff out of a few shops, which you know Kino, mind your business, yeah, I
1: also want to visit this mall in New York that's like a step down off the street in an alley,
3: yeah that's and a, there's that's like four star mall. stores yeah can't it can't go over there anymore uh Giuliani clean up the streets, the streets. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all the uh, the hobo uh <laughs> sanctuaries yeah.
2: is that is that what this was?
3: Yeah, <laughs> it could have been, you know, if, if I was, was hobo, a hobo, that's i hard to go. Right. Um, I, go ahead. Uh,
2: I was going to say, I think in the subways, they have these places, but this was not the subway, so I have no clue what this could yeah. have been.
3: Sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So he immediately gets into a fight with uh, three or four guys, kind of makes quick work of them, only to have a whole bunch of other guys come out of one of the stores, like probably like 12 deep or so.
2: And, <laughs> yeah.
3: and they're all wearing the... The pantyhose.
2: Yes, and it, I, I wish that was one thing that went away because that that looks so ridiculous. You don't look <laughs> threatening at all in pantyhose. i don't care. like you said, you're rolling
3: twelve deep. I just feel like this. You guys are losers. Yeah, I I, I go the other way. I say bring back the pantyhose aesthetic.
2: <laughs> bring it back. We need bring more. Bring it back. Oh, needs okay. to make
3: needs needs to make a comeback. I haven't seen someone a cat burglar in pantyhose mask and in, in forever. I think. Thief technology
2: and outerwear has just surpassed the pantyhose. I don't know. It can never go wrong with a classic. Well, you know, obviously retro's coming back. Uh, vinyl is outselling uh, uh, CDs and all that.
3: So maybe sure. now is the time to bring back pantyhose. There we go. That's right. Yep. We're going to bring it back. Uh, so he, he decides to tuck tail and run. But as he is about to leave... The turtles show up and they're ready to kick some ass. So they throw him in a trash can and they kick some ass. And it's one of the most obnoxious fight scenes ever. Yeah. The entrance of the turtles is so lackluster.
2: Yep. <laughs> it's they they just walk down the uh they, nice. in the in the they
3: f- down the stairs single right. file. <laughs> in the first
2: movie, you just it's cool because you see the silhouette of them and you, you like you can hear them. And then they just like they it's kinda like they burst out onto the scene. Where in this they just yeah, they just they just run down the stairs and
0: <laughs>
2: there's something just non threatening about a turtle. <laughs> no. It
3: it's more surprising.
2: Stairs. It's more yeah, it's more surprising than like awesome, you know? Yeah. Like, and and you can see them coming. it, it would have yeah. been so much better if they were just there you know what i mean instead of them like you can see in the background they're not even in the focus right. yet they're not supposed to be the focus of the scene yeah yeah but you see them coming down like and it maybe, so nerdy
3: like maybe if if you got like a profile shot of kino and he's like all right i'm gonna take these guys on and then like the steps in front of him like from this like from behind him like you only see them like come into frame and that shot yeah he just like surround him right yeah that's <laughs> at least a little bit cooler
2: I, Rather I than just so.
3: seeing these dudes in foam suits hobble <laughs> down the stairs,
2: right? Just calmly walk down the stairs, <laughs> and then clearly jump on a
3: trampoline yeah. and fly 30 feet in the air. Um, and then they just, as we mentioned, they just shout nonsensical things like "Rawhide Robocop." Uh, yeah. I think I have a few others written down: Ninja Cowboy. Uh, yeah. Just the script is written like a schizophrenic word word salad. <laughs> and and they never use their weapons. They the only person that ever uses their weapons is Donatello.
2: Yeah, because he Throughout just has a stick. Uh, right.
3: It is one note that the producers wanted because to keep this kid friendly. Mm-hmm. So um, Raph uses his sai once on a slice of pizza, and that's the only time he ever uses it. Yeah, I think he when he uses it, he uses the handle.
2: Yeah, so like just it, basically he just uses it to punch. Mm-hmm. but yeah in in the first one they actually
3: use their weapons yeah leo so, has two swords that never that are on his back through this entire film
1: never unsheaves them <laughs>
3: yeah he sticks it, them in the ceiling in this fight to use them yeah. as like a an apparatus to kick people
2: yeah, yeah and it, it's just super obnoxious what they do it's like this isn't Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at all. Like, remember when we were talking about the Michael Bay movies earlier and how yep. people said that, oh, this, they're they're ruining my childhood. Like, it's impossible. That that's so far like wrong because
3: yep. this is the movie that ruined your childhood when you were a child. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's true. We get Michelangelo uh, playing with a bunch of sausages and yelling things out like. The missing link and yeah. combat cold cuts. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. It's again. It's just. It's
2: showing how like get it. They're they're radical. They're so. They're so funny and it. Mm-hmm. And they're not really ninjas anymore. They're yeah. just like they're clowns essentially.
3: They yeah, are they, giant
1: clowns. Yeah. They, they. That's a running joke through the whole movie about the ninja stuff.
2: Yeah. Like yeah, they're not sneaky at all. Yeah. And first of all. With the amount of pizza they eat, they would be extremely obese. So there's no way, there's no way that they could sneak up on anybody, nor fight anybody.
1: You yeah. don't know a, t- a turtle's metabolism.
2: Well, I I i imagine that they I can imagine that they probably can't process cheese and sauce very well like that.
3: Yeah. Imagine but, the shits that these turtles take. <laughs> that's why April
2: wanted them out of the apartment. <laughs>
3: For another couple of reasons, I think she her her dick supply was running low with those dudes in that apartment.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's and they don't understand probably like what cock blocking
3: means. Yeah, Yeah. she's like she's an attractive woman, single, New York City. Right, and she's a celebrity of sorts. Yeah, right. She's She's... a trusted action news anchor. Exactly, she should be getting plowed by Patrick Ewing in 1991. (laughs) Patrick Ewing. (laughs) Yeah, because she, <laughs> she was still more like a
1: John Starks girl to me.
2: <laughs> she was still five years away from Derek Jeter. Yep. So yeah, I I think or you, you couldn't you could have, she Messier. Would have been Too old at that point. Mm, well, listen, <laughs> don't be a Kino, all right? <laughs> what? what about Messier? Messier was there in '91, wasn't he? Uh,
3: could have still been in
1: Edmonton.
2: Edmonton. Edmonton. Okay, so yeah. yeah what, I, what, we'll we'll go with patrick. We're sticking yes. with, we're sticking with yeah. Patrick Ewing. Patrick yeah. Ewing's a better joke. Right,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Mark. Thanks for I'm glad we uh <laughs> we broke down this joke. We gave it two more minutes than we needed to.
1: I, I myself. That's what I'm here for.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is for the the listeners really to tell yeah. you guys we've we've workshopped it live and we've decided that the best joke is show me patrick ewing (laughs) good job guys we got there we did all right so um eventually (laughs) this movie is gonna
2: take forever there's just so much
3: (laughs) yeah we'll try we'll try and get it under two hours this week (laughs) (laughs) um so they eventually fight off all the guys uh they chase a couple of guys away and they pull kino out of the trash And they tell Kino, hey, call the cops from that payphone outside. We'll handle these guys. He goes to call the cops. He comes back and the pizza's gone. Turtles are gone. But they left him money because that's who they, that's the kind of guys they are. So then April O'Neil returns to her apartment and she is uh, talking up to her, a couple of her neighbors, which includes Susie Espin from Kirby Enthusiasm and McAlan Sisti, who is one of the turtles, just not playing a turtle at the moment. And I talked to her a little bit, and April goes up to her apartment, which is an absolute pigsty, because pig's there are so many pizza boxes, so much shit just lying around. That actual turtle shit. We yeah. never actually get the answer to that question, how big yeah. are the turtles? I think um, they, sa-
2: they saved that for the uh, one of the—they uh, th- don't talk about that in the third movie, right? No I shit. imagine they
3: don't. Yeah, yeah. turtle shit. Yeah. Real <laughs> missed opportunity. Yeah, that is one thing never covered in these um so they show back they show up again and they bring another pizza home and they eat some pizza michelangelo for some reason calls it ninja pizza with a racist chinese accent or racist japanese accent however the the subtitles are super racist too because they call it chinese x yeah.
2: <laughs> they, they couldn't tell if it was chinese or japanese <laughs> Well, why is he say uh, it's Japanese pizza? Because it disappears without a trace? Something like that. Yeah. Ninja yeah. pizza. Yeah. Ninja yeah. pizza. Uh, yeah. Another, another banger.
3: Yeah. Raph uses his sigh on a pizza because they all of a sudden decide, oh, let's play football with our pizza. I would uh, have liked
2: yeah. to have seen where, you know, because they're, they're, they're playing around with their weapons and they shouldn't be, where he accidentally stabs April, <laughs> like diving for the pizza. <laughs> yeah. And just like sticks her right in the leg or something
3: like that.
1: I would also uh, like to find the pizza pizza that you can throw across the living room and nothing
3: right. flies yeah, off, nothing goes of flying off of it. <laughs> I don't want to eat that pizza. No.
1: Well,
3: it's,
2: it's Pizza Hut pizza. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's what, it what it is. Well, no, uh, Domino's
1: in the first movie. I I was it was Domino's.
3: Pizza. Was it Domino's? I, I think so. I yeah. think
1: they were doing the 30 minute or less thing at that point uh, oh, it's yeah. one of the only jokes I remember. Apparently, beginning
3: on that right. That's like close to the beginning. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's a
2: uh, wise man said uh, Forgiveness is divine But never pay full price for late pizza
3: Yeah.
2: How do we go from having Such an awesome line like that To uh, Rawhide Robocop
3: <laughs> I don't know
2: That's Having just
1: less than a year to put this movie out
3: Right uh, I, wonder, I wonder why Paige Turco Never really made a name for herself She's a very attractive woman Who's this? Yeah. Paige
2: Turco? April She's... O'Neil, yeah
3: yeah, she kind of looks like a off-brand uh, Cindy Crawford. Okay, I mean like yeah. you know, Cindy Crawford is the Pepsi of supermodels. Right. no, Listen, I'm not saying that she's bad. I'm just she's saying the she's RC like RC
1: Pola of supermodels. Yeah, I was gonna say she's
2: the Kirkland version. <laughs> she's Mr. Pibb.
3: <laughs> but yes, no, she's very attractive, and she's been in some good movies. Not not this pretty... one, but not, not this one. Yeah, she was in the Game Plan, which was a runner-up, which was almost a a decision that Mark made. Yeah, she was in For the Fugitive years. TV series. Yes,
2: <laughs> Party of Five, NYPD <laughs> Blue. She's in your dad's favorite
3: show, Blue Bloods. Oh, Blue Bloods. <laughs> we, I think we talk about Blue Bloods at least once an episode. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. We've got we've got a theme. Blue Bloods. It's Simpsons and Blue Bloods on this. Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> call this a movie. Yep. And then the turtles argue about Shredder being alive or dead until Splinter shows up and Shredder remi- and the Splinter reminds them that they don't belong above ground, they need to leave soon. Tells April that they aren't staying much longer. And then meanwhile at the dump outside the city, so probably Jersey. Uh, <laughs> Shredder's hand pokes out of the trash and yeah. the Foot Clan are hiding out at a junkyard. Um, as I mentioned, it's, so we're talking probably a day, couple of days since the first movie and Shredder shows up and says he wants to take revenge on the turtles. Um, Next scene goes, April is reporting on TGRI headquarters at a chemical cleanup where we meet Professor Jordan Perry, who is running the cleanup. A couple of scientists discover some giant dandelions, and April's PA goes to a contaminated area and steals one of those dandelions to bring it to Shredder's attention. So we get the reveal that he is part of the Foot Clan. And Shredder wants to find the source of the mutation in order to use it against his enemies. Meanwhile, back at April... Uh, Mark, are you going to say
1: something? Meanwhile? <laughs> okay. Meanwhile. <laughs> no, 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 my point was... <laughs> what were you going to say? No. Uh, the, the thing was going to be they did a really bad job um, masking the whole... Um, that that guy was going to end up working for the Foot Clan.
3: Yeah, it know? was pretty quick.
1: Yeah, it was like, oh, it's your first day on the job. I'm like, oh, I wonder what he could be here for.
2: Uh, also, real quick... Uh, There's no way that kid would have been a member of the Foot Clan, because later in the movie, the final test to join the Foot is to steal as many bells off of a mannequin without making a sound, and there's no way that lanky fuck is coordinated enough and sneaky enough to steal any bells without making a sound.
3: There's no way that anybody does that. No. As far as I'm concerned, like even, even Keno, if Raph didn't help him, Keno was going to struggle. He did everything so much better than everybody else and could have kicked anybody, any other like Foot Clan member, could have kicked his ass. Yeah, but, but come on. Like, a tall, lanky white kid is absolutely. not. First of all, he, he has no business
2: being a ninja. Second of all, he's not going to be, he's not stealthy enough.
3: Nope. I mean, this is actually, this is plus six propaganda. It 100% is. I'm leading
2: the revolution against you. uh, Ninjas can't be
3: over six foot,
2: you son of a bitch. I can't. You have to be able to sneak into tiny places, all right? And that's why you need us sub-sixers. We can blend in better.
3: You guys stick out like a sore thumb. Mm, man. All right. So the turtles are cleaning up the apartment, April's apartment, while Splinter is on the roof, as we mentioned, coming coming to a decision. (laughs) <laughs> and Splinter orders everyone to the roof And tells the turtles that TGRI TGRI God damn, Was responsible for their mutation And the city may be in grave danger Meanwhile Dr. Jordan Perry works on disposing of the remaining ooze Then the foot comes And takes the last canister from Perry And the turtles show up and they fight There's a whole bunch of nonsense a
2: Whole <laughs> Again, lot of running around Not, They don't show up stealthily Nope. They, they just land on the roof and start yelling.
3: Yep. And, and then they just kind of just like
2: stomp around in the lab. <laughs> and then they think that Donatello is somehow going to be able to hack into okay. this computer system. And, yeah. and there's nothing to hack, it just says everything's deactivated. Yeah. It, it's yeah, already it's like, been opened.
3: It's like right there on the screen. <laughs> it's like right. I just
2: clicked this button and I went to the next one. <laughs> Right. They're like, oh, are there, are there any? It's just a, a page that says everything's deactivated. Is there anything that's active? Well, let me check. I'm going to have to do all this computer work. No, you don't. You're, you're in. It's already in. You're, you're yeah, logged and, then in. He,
1: and then it shows that the one is active. Yeah. And right. And then, then he goes, well, let me find out more information. And then he does, bangs on the computer a little bit, and then what? deletes everything.
2: What, what yeah. is there to figure yeah, out? Like, just you turn around. <laughs> Just look for it. (laughs) You have the serial number and everything.
1: Yeah, I guess the poorly explained thing is were they trying to express that it had a tracking device on it? I don't
3: know. Maybe. That's the only thing. You're in the lab where they are. Just look around. Right. Search for it. That would be much more interesting than four enormous turtles huddled around a shitty Macintosh from 1991. Literally a foot
2: away from them is a rack full of canisters that yep. used to have the ooze in it so just look there
3: yeah look it like, could oh, have been there not be here
2: right so Let's try another rack right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so for a, for a guy or for a turtle who's known to be the genius of the group this he really dropped the ball on
3: that one yeah and then they fight with uh, tetsu and the tatsu and foot they uh, again there's more football kind of um yeah. Jokes, if we want to call them jokes. I guess A lot this of is references. what they're passing for jokes. Yeah. Um and then eventually uh eventually the foot get away with the last TGRI canister. Great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> yep. all for nothing.
3: Fun yep. was had by none. Yeah. So then the uh, turtles just go back to April's apartment and they start packing up their stuff so they can leave and Kino shows up unannounced. And he's, like, real friendly with her. So maybe she's fucking Kino. Yeah.
1: Uh, and also I with the worst it. excuse ever. Uh, someone ordered a pizza at 313 or whatever the address was. But he wasn't home, and I know you love pizza, so I thought I'd bring it to you. Yeah, so I'm going to give
3: away this guy's pizza.
1: Pizza.
2: <laughs> yep. And then he just lets himself in.
1: Yeah.
3: maybe Maybe she's let him in before, you know? Um, Okay. He's had a couple of glasses of wine before he's come over, and then you know things got Anthony, away from her. Anthony laid that, does, that boy down. Just because it happened the one time does not give him a good excuse to go back in there unannounced. All right. I, absolutely, but we also have decided that Kino is a piece of shit from the first his first interaction with someone that's not his boss. So good I yeah, wouldn't he's put definitely a not a
1: guy that with no boundaries.
3: Yeah. He doesn't, because he immediately steps on a turtle's foot right after he yeah. uh, he tries to come on to April, we're going to say. We're just going to say, that's <laughs> canon. He I, I know think that's trying just to fuck in April your mind. In this moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he sees the turtles hiding, and he stomps on, I think, a raft's foot, and they all come yeah. out of hiding, and he's all cool about the turtles, and then he sees Splinter, and he faints. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: That, that was... That, that that was my only thing where I kind of chuckled a little bit just cause how all the turtles and everything was reacting in that scene. And then splinter just slides into screen and goes, goes, we need to talk.
2: He, he's the stealthiest guy. of them all.
1: Yeah. yeah. Giant
3: rats, only New York guys, right? <laughs> Boom. Fitted in there. <laughs> we okay. got and it.
1: I, and I don't know if you confirm on the IMDB or anything, or if you even look this up and, but I think the, uh, I think one of the puppeteers uh, for this was the uh, the guy that ended up being a really bad dude that did Elmo.
2: Kevin Clash.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah. What do
3: you uh, mean a really
2: bad dude? What did he
3: yeah, hurt he people? He was accused of uh, pedof- uh, sexual assault of a minor. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know whatever came of that case though. No. That yeah that didn't seem like a well. good
1: dude on everything. Yeah.
3: Um. And then he comes to Keno talks about the foot and his invol- and his experience with the foot and that they try and recruit people like him that are good at martial arts and are teenagers. So he's like, well, what if I get recruited by the foot and I could tell you where their hideout is? Which is not a bad idea. Raph thinks it's a great idea, but nobody if you else would,
1: does. If you would have told me for this movie that this discussion occurred with Casey Jones in the room, I would have completely believed you because I thought this was in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, this movie it loses a lot of good players, I think. Yeah. Right. Because you lose, you lose Casey Jones, you lose Sam Rockwell. It's just, it's not the same.
3: Yeah, you lose the pe- the two best actors in that movie.
2: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I couldn't. Who played April o'neill in the first one?
3: I couldn't uh, tell you. I don't remember. I know they said that. There was a weird trivia that I couldn't I couldn't understand. She, she's like, like
1: the one that shows up at all the conventions, apparently, when I was looking at photos.
3: Did she want more money or something Judith like that? Judith Hogue <clears throat> was not called in to reprise her role as April O'Neill after the director was unhappy when so I'm gonna read this what it says in the trivia, but I, I think it means something different than what it's saying. Uh, Judith Hogue was not called her in to reprise. Reprise her role as April O'Neil after the director was unhappy when she defended the way they mistreated the stunt doubles and their unfair schedule changes. So, to me, it sounds like they're sa- she, they're saying that she was defending how the stunt doubles were treated, but I'm thinking that she was defending the stunt doubles and how they were mistreated. Treated. Yeah, that's how I would take it, right? Why yeah. would she defend the other way?
2: And I why would know. the director be unhappy
3: about that? Right? Yeah. Because
1: um, she's a bootlicker, Dan. That's why <laughs> she would.
3: Okay, well, it clearly worked. <laughs> Licking them boots. If you didn't want to get mistreated, then you shouldn't have signed on for the project, right? Yeah. But, hey, listen. You got paid, didn't you? Just be happy about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, you get it. You get a college scholarship. You should be. Glad what about the that? coal miners,
3: guys?
2: <laughs> Question for you, for both of you. How much would it take for you to be paid to be mistreated
3: like this? to have to <laughs> wear that stupid turtle costume
2: yes
1: uh a lot probably yeah. more than scale
3: more than scale. <laughs> at least well, five
1: figures if not more.
3: you get the points five. on that back end man you gotta yeah. get the points on the back end or else you're a sucker
2: yeah you love the back end man
3: <laughs>
2: yeah yeah i mean, I, I would
3: yeah, say... I mean more than it weighs than one
2: <laughs> I, I would say six figures at least
3: yeah, yeah. absolutely
2: right we uh, i'm those thinking points man Half a mil. Half a okay. mil. Give me the half mil. I got
3: I gotta get Alec Guinness money. I gotta get those two and a half percent on the box office. Well
2: what's his name was uh famous for that. Uh Nicholson in the first Batman.
3: Nicholson got a lot of money through uh merchandising. Oh, that's like what seven it was. Or from Batman.
2: Right, yeah. He didn't take he didn't take money from the actual like job. He just he signed it's an merchandising
3: agreement. Money. That's the sweetest plum. Smart man. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the plum. that's the sweetest plum. <laughs> there there, there, there it Simpson is. Reference. Simpson reference. <laughs>
2: uh, that might be. I we, say that so often. We, we met the quota. I yeah. did we did. Blue Bloods and Simpsons. Check them off. I don't know why I say that's the sweetest plum so much because <laughs> it, it never applies to uh, merchandising.
3: This <laughs> it did. We got yeah. the one time that, that quote works. Yeah, well, I, I'm going home now. Yeah. Sayonara. <laughs> so um, then we have a scene of Dr. Perry's being forced to make more ooze. And meanwhile, the guys go back into the sewers to find a new home. And Michelangelo leaves April O'Neil with a Humphrey Bogart impression that sounds more yeah. like JFK. <laughs> Jeez, Really? Yeah, you know, because
1: all, all those kids really have seen Casablanca, before.
3: just just yep. striking striking that iron. It's like, man, these kids are kids are crazy for Casablanca. They, they put those on. Put on love
2: That they probably the the writers just had like this weird list. Like, all right, how can we put Ralph Nader and and Casablanca in this movie and make it seem like normal? Like, yeah. Well, it, we can't. Just throw it in there.
1: It's like some form of that. Uh, south park joke about family guy right where it just you know the thing just chooses two random uh, the the manatees
3: i mean i i get they're wanting to be jokes for adults that are going to be stuck in this movie but they're so few and far between they're so specific and it's this movie is obviously being made with the idea in mind that this is going to be directed towards children that they yeah. just come off as odd and just misplaced. Yeah. Right. And it, even
2: for if you, if I was if I were an adult in that theater, that
3: doesn't tickle my funny bone. Like, why right. would I think yeah. that's funny? Yeah. You make sexual innuendos that no kid's gonna get, but the parents will. Right. Oh man, I can't believe they said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I hope my kid didn't realize what they were talking about. Right. <laughs> Like, those are the jokes that work in these these kinds of things.
1: Yeah, like a ghost blowjob.
3: Right. Sort of, yeah. (laughs) I mean, Dan Aykroyd is just pulling from his own life experience. (laughs) Yeah, we'll say that. He's gotten ghost blowjobs before. Has
2: he been on record as saying that?
3: I bet you if you asked Dan Aykroyd if he ever gotten a blowjob from a ghost, he would say, absolutely, 100%. (laughs) Buy my Crystal uh, crystal Skull Vodka. Oh. He will say
1: anything before if he's allowed to say that. And yeah,
3: right. as far as I know, he ends every sentence with buy Crystal Skull Vodka." <laughs> okay. That's uh, that, I hope I never meet him then.
1: It's gonna be really <laughs> weird if he shows up in the uh, new Ghostbusters movie. Right. And, and that's like just, his only line.
2: And he's so. just holding a bottle of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, what are you, what are you doing there, Ray? Oh, nothing. Just holding my uh, my Crystal by <laughs> <my>, uh. <laughs> <laughs> My vodka. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, can you help us with these ghosts? Sure can't. But I can help you get drunk. Oh,
1: uh, trivia comes right. out. That was the only way he had agreed to appear. Right.
3: Yep. Um. So Raff, for some reason, gets mad about trying to find a place uh, to stay, and he storms off onto the street level. And Mikey falls down a yeah. hidden hole in the sewer and they found an abandoned subway station that still has power and looks like the perfect place to stay. Yeah. By this time, Perry has created two ooze monsters for Shredder they are still incubating. And then April has a fight with her news manager, played by Michael Pressman, the director. But then he calls April at her office, to tell her that they found a place, but also tells her that they're looking for Raph because he stormed off and is now currently missing.
1: Yeah, and it's, the sad part about the April O'Neil scene is that Um the what they're trying to get across there probably very much still takes place in newsrooms today. Mm This fight where like, oh you can't be the hard hitting news lady, here's a swimsuit thing Mm -hmm. to do for ratings.
2: Yeah, that's true.
3: Yeah. So this movie is shining just a mirror to the news industry.
2: I (laughs) I felt it. It was it was Bombshell before Bombshell (laughs) came out. Yeah. It's an expose. Yeah. Hard hitting. Uh, the way you read, or the the way that you uh, just laid out that part of the movie, was very bland, mm-hmm. and that's because it is super bland. Like none of yep. that is exciting. There's <laughs> yep. just a whole gap where just nothing cool happens.
3: Yeah, so- I'm just trying to get through those. Yeah. Just trying to get through the boring parts quick.
2: Yeah, um, and and they just say a bunch of weird things. They keep saying radical and bodacious yep. and pizza.
3: So the kids want. That's what the kids yeah. want. So Shredder's ooze monsters grow and he orders them out of their cages to meet their master. They come out and they think he is their mo- mother. And that's when Shredder says his famous line, Dan, They're babies! Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's probably the best line in the movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then Dr. Perry's just like, well, they're, they're babies, but, you know, they're infants. They'll, they'll grow up. And then... He says, well, they're stupid babies. And as we know, stupid babies need the most attention. (laughs) uh, Boom. I love it.
2: I saw that. I saw that (laughs) coming a mile away.
3: (laughs) Uh, But they are super strong regardless. Um, Kino shows up at the Foot Clan recruitment meeting with Michael Jai White. And Ralph is there. Ralph is there helping him. So, Kino goes through some trials. He goes through some standard martial arts matches. Then he has some, his impossible bell removal test. And no other foot soldier has ever succeeded, as far as I'm concerned. Raf helps him beat it. And then he goes to the junkyard HQ. Raf shows up and says, Hey, great, Kino. We know where it is. And then immediately gets caught, like a good ninja would. Yeah. 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 I, love how,
1: they, I love how they didn't have a plan for getting caught.
3: Oh, yeah. By, no. Like,
1: good. Like, Kino should have just like punched them in the face and kept his cover.
3: Hey, look what I found.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: you, you would think that a half-ton turtle would be able to hide himself a little bit better, but...
1: <laughs> in broad daylight. Yep.
3: It, right, but the 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 best part
2: about it is he's able to sneak around in the room. But you know, obviously, there's the smoke there, but he's still able to move around all of them. Yep. You know, without making a sound. And then he just stands in the middle, like, yeah. right out in the open. People are training five feet away from them. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, this is
3: the perfect place to meet, guys. Good job. Well, you know what? Because he didn't listen to Splinter when he says, never forget who you are. That's Forgot true. who he was. It was a giant, <laughs> obvious turtle walking around. <laughs> yeah. The, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I, I've seen the first
2: movie a bunch of times. Are they? Are they really sneaky in the first movie, too? I know they try to be at I least and in, in this one I think it's just they throw caution to the wind here.
1: I think the only thing I remember is doesn't Ralph run off in that movie too? Yeah,
2: yep. he he has beef at least the beef in the first one with Leonardo makes sense. This is just he's being a little bitch. You know, I'm yeah. tired of looking for a place to live. Like, okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to leave. Why? Because I don't want to look anymore. Like, oh, well, all right. there's
3: plenty of overpasses for you to sleep under. <laughs> right.
2: And then two seconds later, they find the fucking place.
3: Yeah. It's
2: it's, it's so forced.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Raph tells Kino to leave and tell the others. So Kino runs back, runs all the way back from Brooklyn to April's apartment. <laughs> Record time. Record time. Sun is still up, which that probably didn't happen. <laughs> right. Um, and thankfully, so it guys... was pre
1: pre Giuliani New York, so a guy ringing a bell and yelling random names at a door didn't didn't <laughs> alert anybody on the street. Oh no, not at all.
3: That was like the Village too, so you know there's some crackhead you know, living <laughs> next to April. Um, so um, the guys go to the junkyard to rescue Raff. They take out a couple of guards here and there. Then they find Raff tied up. and they get caught in Ralph Nader's rope trap. And, um, you know
1: michelangelo if they were going to spring a trap the precise time they would do it is and that was supposed to be a funny joke
2: like, yep. why is first of all why is he wearing a watch
1: <laughs> right I mean, what they didn't a have giant, cell
2: phones back then but what yeah. does a giant turtle have first of all how do you find a watch that fits you second of all it, it really has no it it's it's not
3: useful for a giant turtle i don't know they'd have to go find where james gandolfini got his watches Oh, too soon. RIP. Rest in. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, but anyway, you don't uh, you don't
2: make fun of the patron saint of New Jersey, all right? We made fun of
3: Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Oh, <laughs> uh, so rather than just kill them while they're in the net, Shredder devises a plan to slowly bring the rope uh, trap over to a series of pointy tools and then just drop it on them. Uh, and then at the last minute, Splinter shows up and shoots the rope with the arrow, and they escape the trap. Hooray. Yeah. Not before Ra- the Ralph Nader joke comes up. Yep. They so, won't say that again, do they? No, that, I was oh, just saying right before, first just, enough, just enough time for the Ralph Nader joke to come up. Okay. Um, yeah. So the guys fight the Foot Clan again, and then eventually they fight Toka and Razar. Razar?
1: Yeah, R- Toka Razar, and Razar, sorry. I'm
3: going to say. Yeah. Um, show up, and the Turtles are obviously outmatched. And Donnie gets tossed about a hundred yards and crash lands where Doctor Perry is being held, and Mikey finds a manhole cover and the turtles escape with Doctor Perry down the sewers. And Toka tries to follow him down the down the manhole cover and he gets stuck. So then yep. they uh, Mark, were you gonna say something?
1: I was like, That happened.
3: Yep, it happened. <laughs> and then Dr. Perry they take Dr. Perry back to their uh, their hideout. And he tells them all about the history of the ooze and TGRI. And more or less, he just tells them that, oops, you guys are here because of just someone's mistake. And Dying doesn't take it well.
1: Well, what's the difference? That's basically all. Donnie has an existential crisis.
3: He does have an existential crisis, but this is the only time he has the existential crisis. Never comes up again. Yeah, he gets Uh, over it fairly quickly.
1: Yeah. I thought we were special. Yeah. And Who gives a shit? You're a giant
2: talking it. turtle. You are a special yeah. asshole. You're a freak, but you're still special. Right. No one Freaks else can do what you times. do. Right.
0: No, then,
3: this, this movie, just, it drives me up a fucking wall. Then Shredder takes Token Razor out on the streets of New York City to wreak havoc. They bust up uh, some cars. They bust up some telephone poles. Which, fun fact... New York City has had all utility wires underground since the blizzard of
1: 1888. Is <laughs> just the fact that you wanted to point this out. This is my
3: one fact. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, and, and
2: also, they they really, you know, Shredder makes the, the threat that if the turtles don't turn themselves in, he'll keep doing this. Yep. So, I mean, they maybe cost the city Not a few thousand dollars worth yeah. of
3: damage there. Yeah, Nothing it was just like, I was watching it and I was like, oh, they're knocking over telephone poles. And I was just like, I don't think telephone to- <laughs> poles exist in New York City, do they? <laughs> not, yeah, I, like, not that I've seen. I was just trying to think. I've always, I've looked up plenty of times when I worked in New York City. I was like, I've never seen just like a, a stream of wires above my head.
2: And of course, you have to have the the token. Uh, New Yorkers who were like oh we've seen everything you know like oh look there's a giant uh, dog and turtle tearing down the telephone wires oh let them get their own cab oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh you those
3: def- New Yorkers nothing phases them yeah it's kind of anti-Semitic too <laughs> really? that early nineties really? anti-Semitism yep were they were they were Jewish <laughs> they're all everyone's a little nebushy like Susie Asman she's kind of shrill. You pick up on certain things. <laughs> That's why there, you're man. the leader. That's why you're the leader. We pay you the big bucks. <laughs> uh, so then the next morning, the police chief addresses a few reporters, including April, and the scene has absolutely no effect on anything.
2: Nope. And I mean, I, I really sided with the police chief because, again, this could have really been anything that knocked over a, a, a pole. <laughs>
1: He's probably looking up going, oh, these poles shouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> all the wires have been underground since 1886.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm out of my jurisdiction right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Where am I? So the only thing that comes out of this one is that Freddy kind of reveals himself to April as a foot member. Says that Shredder has a message for her, for the turtles, which doesn't really even need to happen. No. He doesn't uh, even really
1: need to reveal himself. Not at
3: all. Nope. should have yeah. just taken her hostage. He should have just revealed himself in the other way. Maybe she would have been down with it. Because you know, it's she's, been so long. Yeah, it's got cobwebs, man. She's got uh, four turtles living with her. She's, man. And,
2: uh, only in the uh, the Wood Rocket
3: uh,
2: parody. She's playing Johnny Bench way too long. Johnny Bench, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just adding to the Black Day of baseball.
3: Yep we've got to just come every episode we should come up with one uh more euphemism for female masturbation we've already had jill and off now johnny bench uh that's your department let's say all right well we'll keep that as mine all right okay i could i can handle that Uh, honestly because you're you're way faster with it than i could ever be <laughs> Alright, so she goes to the turtles and she meets with them, tells Sh- that Shredder demands them to meet at the docs or he'll sick Token Razar on the public, and Dr. Perry thinks there's a way that he could create a reversal antidote to turn token razar back to their original versions, so they cook it up, they make it, and it has to be ingested. And they're like, Well, how we're we gonna get that? And they decide to turn it into ice cubes. And how are we gonna get them to eat it? Mikey's got an idea, because Mikey is always the one that you listen to yeah so they show up at the docks for the final showdown with a box of donuts token razar come out and turtles try to convince them to eat these pre-fight donuts and they eat one a piece and then eventually razar figures out that there is an ice cube in the middle that has this antidote and it pisses them off
2: how would they know i don't don't know know
3: what a donut is no. But looking right. at it, they probably could have created something else besides the ice cube. They could have created yeah. like a frosting out of it probably. Or just, just inject it. On, it. Yeah, just like it could have been in the jelly. Yeah. yeah. Right. It could have been anything. <laughs> it's liquid. Like it, like what's going to be easier to get them to ingest, liquid or an ice cube? Right.
2: It's yeah, this, again, this was just they have Donatello and they have a scientist
3: with them, but they listen to Michelangelo. Michelangelo. It's uh,
2: it's like, just yeah,
3: get some kibble and just put the kibble, you know, like sometimes when your dog won't eat, you had to, you know, yeah. put some water in it's it, pro- you know, mush right. it up real good.
1: It's, pro- it's probably the, uh, <laughs> this part is probably the most uh, topical thing for 2019, 2020. What? Smart people in the room. You listen to the dumbest idiot. <laughs> that's, that's true.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so point. they fight again and Mikey gets tossed. Eventually, they stumble into a nightclub with vanilla ice. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this, this is the so fucking nineties scene of all time. Yeah, it is. I, uh, I, it. I, I <laughs> love
2: that they cast two random people to be the club owner and the club owner's assistant. I guess. Yep. Like, who ordered these guys? Get the get the cops in here. Wait, never mind. They're they're loving it. Don't call Maybe the cops. okay. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, glad we had that scene. They both had they both had ponytails too. They did. Oh man, that is this is nineties peak nineties.
3: Yep. Um. So the antidote starts to work and makes them burp, but then the Dr. Perry's like, "Oh, the burping is is slowing down the effect. We need they to said figure the out." They the R word in this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he uses it the way it's supposed to, it's supposed to be used. I he don't says, know, fellas. It's hard CO2, uh, the effects. So uh, I,
2: I'm canceling this movie. <laughs>
3: Effective For other reasons. House. But yeah, <laughs> so he says we need to just introduce CO2 to it to speed up the process. And they find a fire extinguisher. Uh, um, meanwhile. Yeah. Just re- he can think of
2: using the fire extinguisher on them, but can't think to use the liquid of the antidote anywhere else
3: it's yeah uh, yep. keep going now i was gonna say meanwhile um, vanilla ice has already written a rap involving the ninja turtles and now he's performing it live so he's he's the greatest improv impro- <laughs> improviser of all time yeah that's what they always say about him <laughs>
1: right yep. never never he always come up with his stuff himself never right took a note of anything from anyone else that was ever created before, yep. it was all him.
3: Pure yeah. ice. Pure ice. Yep. Uh yeah,
1: add, add that little bitty ting to yeah. everything.
3: <laughs> yep. It's, so they let
2: it, uh, to it, yeah, okay, be fair, it was a little catchy back in the yep. day. Uh nowadays it's just it's just a joke right. along with him. But uh yeah, back then well, if you look at the two Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. In the first one, you had MC Hammer, and then you had Vanilla Ice, and they both just went down the shitter. So, uh, if you were a rap artist in the 90s, it was a bad idea to hitch your wagon to the
3: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the third one had Criss Cross. And they didn't last very long. (laughs) That's not true at all. Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to play along with the bit.
2: I I would not have known that. Sure. It would have been the right
1: time period, too.
2: Well, yeah. Uh, feudal Japan. <laughs>
1: they,
2: they love them um, some crisscross in Japan. Uh, yeah, they
1: wear their clothes I, all backwards.
2: The only thing that I remember from the third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is the song "Tarzan Boy" by Baltimore.
3: <laughs> I don't know
2: that. <laughs> you, oh, you know it. I'm not gonna sing it for you, <laughs> but it it was also in. For some reason, it's used as a ninja song when it's it's not. But it was also in Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley and Chris Rock. Okay. If if you hear it, you'll know.
3: Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like it's a song that I kinda know what you're talking about, but I don't uh, off the top I of my guess head. It, it sounds vaguely Japanese, but it's not. <laughs> it's it's called Tarzan Boy, so clearly not Japanese. <laughs> uh, so they use the fire extinguishers on token razor, and it works. They eventually uh, go to sleep, I think, at right now. And the turtles they celebrate. By dancing around with Vanilla Ice and his dancers. And then the Shredder of, shows up.
1: In the name have a choreography dance routine yeah. ready.
3: Yep. They officially jump the shark in this scene. Yes, it's embarrassing. Yeah. And then Shredder shows up. He takes a woman hostage, threatening to shoot her full of ooze. And then Kino shows up because he's an asshole. He <laughs> runs up. Everybody waits for him, too. What annoys me. Like, he runs in. <laughs>
1: Guys, guys, wait for me! And everything and was just, under control at that point.
3: Yeah, right. everything was was normal, and then he just runs in and just fucks shit up. He kicks the <laughs> kicks the canister out of the hand of Shredder, and uh, I don't remember what. Oh, the the woman faints, and then Mikey, I think he gets a guitar, right? Am I right about that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, I,
1: yeah, they set up the speaker yeah. thing.
3: And then he blasts Shredder out the window with the keytar, with the sweet keytar licks. A la uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> yep. And then they go to find Shredder outside, and they walk past Token Razor to find that they're back to Turtle and a dog, or yeah, Wolf, it whatever. A wolf. Wolf, yeah. yeah. Um, looks like, looks like a, ba- a little baby German Shepherd. <laughs>
2: yeah. either way, um, he was adorable.
3: And then they go looking in the do- around the docks for Shredder, and they find Super Shredder. Prepared. as
1: Kevin Nash.
3: Kevin Nash. Too
2: sweet.
1: That would have been great <laughs> if
2: you did that. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're getting ready for this epic showdown with this overpowered Shredder, and the turtles are just. Ugh, it, this is the most anticlimactic thing of
3: all time. Yeah, because they don't fight. Nope they he, just beg. Yeah. Shredders, and he just
2: you have to listen to reason.
3: Yeah. And he just kills himself through his own destruction. He just knocks yeah. down the pier on top of himself.
2: Why my my question is going back now because as a kid you don't question these things. But when he takes the ooze, I understand that he would grow larger. But But why why would his armor? Yeah, why would his armor grow larger and cooler? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, it was... Suspension of disbelief, I guess. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah, he looked cool. I'll give him that. He looked very menacing.
3: Maybe he he rubbed some ooze on on the metal. Right. Gave (laughs) a nice sheen to it.
2: All of a sudden, it's capable of alchemy.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It could do anything you want. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so he just he knocks down the pillars which seems cool and then he just gets crushed and the turtles survive and he dies
3: Yeah. That's basically the movie yeah (laughs) Yeah. there's a little epilogue scene back at the place but it's of no real note yeah Yeah. and that's the end of the movie it's killed it killed everyone's childhood and they didn't even realize it that's the thing Yeah,
2: yeah we didn't even know it No need for the third movie. They already took care of us with the second one. Well,
1: isn't isn't the trivia about the third movie that they were they had the set made, the feudal Japan set made for another movie, and that they didn't end up using and just decided to make a turtles movie in there because the set was already built. It was it's some weird story like that. I don't know. I I believe it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So this movie is really just uh, it's it's just a dumbed down version of the first one. Uh, they went too kid friendly with it, which mm-hmm. I mean, it hurt them in the long run. Uh, everything was just, I, I don't know. Like they had a bigger budget, but it looks like they had a way smaller budget with everything. Right. Right. I, the, the costumes look worse. The, the action is worse. The sets are worse. It just, everything about it was just worse. Over for, for I don't know how.
3: Yeah. Uh, i'm not a big i i think we've talked about how how much we are not big fans of this movie uh, yeah. i wish i could tell you i'm still a big fan of the first one i haven't seen the one that one in probably 25 years so i really can't say it, it was it was grittier uh it, it aligned
2: more with the actual comic book where you know the, the the turtles were they could use their weapons and new york is really a shithole and all that good stuff uh, the music was better, like the soundtrack was cooler and the the, the action was better. This was just and oh, I guess the story just overall was better. This was just a, an easy cash grab. You know, Like we need to take advantage of this now. So that's like they they essentially pulled like a Godzilla here where they just rushed out another movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Toho would just like bang out Godzilla movies like twice, three times a year. So I don't know. It's again, it was just disappointing to see um uh, because i enjoyed these movies and even as a kid i loved them and i just i hate knowing that i was as a kid i had terrible taste in movies <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah uh, th- this this entire movie just um made me realize that probably um a lot of the stuff that we are mostly nostalgic for is probably um not as good as we remember it except for like you know, the the main tent poles that have gone across, you know, your life in terms of, I guess, for you, Dan, probably like Batman and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, has, has stayed, you know, with you. But you look back at the phenomenon stuff like, you know, we were talking about Power Rangers and Turtles and to an extent the generation before us with G.I. Joe and
2: well, He-Man, you know and, yeah. you,
1: you know, and all that stuff like that stuff we all look back on and it's like, oh, boy. How did we like this as a kid um, sort of thing? Like it's, it's, I think of all the – I will probably, if my kids ever, for some reason, if Turtles are still somewhat a thing by the time I have kids, um, I would probably go, yep, yeah, we're going to watch the Turtles movie that came out when I was a kid, play it. And it's like, Daddy, doesn't it say there's another one? Nope. Nope. <laughs> there was no other movies after this one.
2: going to tell my kids this one. is the only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and you'd be right to do so. Yeah,
1: uh, it, was, it was just so – Uninspired, um, you know. I, I, I don't think I hated it so much because it was just like, like I, you knew what it was. Like they, it was obviously a cash grab. So you couldn't, you couldn't hate it for them, you know, trying to make it more than it was. You know, they didn't. It, it, it there was just not enough there for me to go pure hatred with it. Um, I was more disappointed in myself realizing that i must have chose this one over the first one um but yeah it's just essentially this movie didn't need to exist at all um they should have done you know what the watchman is doing with hbo just had the one good movie done we're good Thumbs and that's up.
2: impossible though we're all done
1: yeah because back then it was you know merchandise and toys and stuff sure We're so much more than it is I'm sure it's part of the budget nowadays, especially for your Star Wars and stuff like that.
3: Oh, um, yeah. No, I don't. Star Wars yeah. and Marvel merchandising yeah. is, is ridiculously wagging the dog on that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But that has also the, I guess maybe the kids shows nowadays. Um, maybe I'm a little, because my my nieces weren't really into anything. Um, into that respect, like we were into Turtles and Power Rangers. I mean, the closest is that my one niece had the, uh, the Paw Patrol stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's just kid toys for, you know, two and three-year-olds more than, you know, needing um, to have everything. Uh, but I guess, yeah, I guess Marvel and stuff. But my point was being that um, it, there doesn't seem to be um, a franchise that did really good at first and then just went complete merchandise grab for the second movie. Mm-hmm. they seem to see that people watch these movies nowadays so they try and make them like good rather than just oh we're just sort throw of a bunch of shit on screen we're gonna do these two villains you know that are new and hey kids shredder's back you know
2: yeah i hear you. how
3: how would you guys make this
1: film better
2: uh i would have pretty much copied the first movie i, I <laughs> i'd kill Keno off yeah. for sure uh i'd I would. I don't know why they got rid of Casey Jones. I guess he was just too adult. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I bring Casey Jones back. I, I like the idea of discovering the origins of the turtles through the ooze. But I, I think I would have used the ooze on something. Again, you could have, if you were going to do a cash grab, do something that the kids know already. You could maybe the, uh, I guess the technology wasn't there for Bebop and Rocksteady. But I mean, Toka and Razzar looked like shit anyway. So sure. if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go out go out that way, I guess. Uh, I, I wouldn't have made it campy. I think. Um, I, I think I just would have made it a little bit more hardcore. Uh, I I would allow the turtles to use their weapons. And I, I you have no choice. I guess you have to use Shredder. I, I've, I've been trying to think of what other villain could they have possibly used in a 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, I guess you're limited. I don't know, man. Prang
1: is that about it?
3: Prang and Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman, Rat King, maybe. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, according to the trivia, the makers of it wanted to use Bebop and Rocksteady, but creators Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird were not in favor of it. Oh, really? They wanted to. They, those two wanted to keep the movie as much away from the cartoon show as possible. That's
1: weird. Yeah. Oh yeah,
3: they. Well, they wanted it to feel more like the comic. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense then.
2: Um, man, I, I don't know. I just I would have gotten rid of a lot of the the jokes. I I think you just scrap this movie and you just rebuild it from the ground up. There's, I don't know how you salvage this piece of shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, that's that's going on an Instagram post. I don't know how you salvage this piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm really I, I was
2: thinking of how just outside of being like yeah you make it grittier and you you make it more like the first one I, I mean that's so obvious but like what what else could you do
3: Yeah
1: yeah I think you essentially just take the framework which is just you know finding out the origin of the turtles sort of thing and then just work from there mm-hmm. and make a completely different movie Um you know um yeah I essentially you would have picked better villains, um, you know, would have made um it felt like like you were saying, that they played every each of the turtles for jokes instead of just, you know, they all seemed like, um in in, in the the first play off each other well, you know, sort of thing.
2: In the first one, Michelangelo and Donatello are the comedic relief where Raphael and Leonardo are more, you know, the straight man, where they, they butt heads a lot and then donatello and michelangelo make a joke about it and, and the jokes were more subdued in the first one this yeah. one they're they're really in your face
1: yeah those uh, i mean like it's like everybody was trying to throw out punchlines and one-liners and top one another rather right. than making the comedy work right like, and you need you need the comedy in there you just need it to work because mm-hmm. and it's simple like you said straight man you know I. It's escaping me what the term is for the the other side of that.
2: Comedic relief. It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone is the comedic relief in this movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, and even, even
2: like even like Shredder isn't serious at times, no. and it's just like yeah, you know,
1: yeah, it's obvious
2: o- that they wanted to make this more like the cartoon.
1: Yeah, the the only one, or more like the comic book, you meant.
2: No, th- this no. is more like the cartoon. This is way more like the cartoon okay. than the comic
3: book. Okay. I th- yeah, I mean, I thought,
1: that, I thought that's what Ant said that the director wanted it away. No, no, no. No, the,
3: the, the, the comic the, book, the creators, the creators wanted it. The, so, okay. so, but the producers went in a different direction.
1: Okay, yeah. I miss I misinterpreted. Right. Because um, in the
2: the cartoon, they never use their weapons except on machines. So.
1: Yeah, the and the only one that really keeps his personality in his whole movie is Splinter from the first yeah. movie, like the dry comedic, slightly racist Japanese accent. Um, you got
3: to keep the racism in there.
1: Yeah.
2: Wasn't, I thought he was played by an actual Japanese, uh, Oh no, Kevin Clash. That is not Japanese. (laughs)
1: Yeah. 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 And, and he delivers the one joke that, you know, is in line with the first movie at the end when he comes in, he goes, Oh, did you guys not be seen, not make noise, not anything? They're like, yeah, yeah, we're super, yeah, we did good. And then he shows the newspaper, you know, and he goes, well, try harder. You know, <laughs> I made it funny. funny. You know, that's really the mm. only humor carried over from the first movie. You know, mm. with yeah. that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's essentially that. It's just I don't think I guess because they had such a small amount of time to make it, the people that did this movie or wrote this movie didn't understand what made the first movie great. You know, you know, they were like, oh, everybody loves the jokes, they're quacking, you know, like the cartoon sort of thing, and didn't yeah. go. Well, the jokes made sense because, you know, Ralph was kind of a, a dick in, you know, the first movie. He's cool you know? but rude. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, they they lost all of that. I don't know what I would do to make this better. It <laughs> right. sucks. Um, this is a real struggle.
3: I'd make it darker. Um, I think if you wanted to explore something, give Donatello more of that existential crisis thing. Maybe if you're creating an antidote, maybe he has like a con- a... A mental breakdown, and he wants to take it because he he'd rather be just a regular turtle than a ninja turtle, something like that. Something go dark, go real I, fucking dark.
2: I think they do that in the Michael Bay films, do where they. yeah, they have the chance to turn normal. It's almost like the X Men X3, where they're like oh, you know, we could take this antidote and we'll be yeah. we'll be normal humans.
3: Do that. Get rid of Kino. Bring back um, Casey Jones in some aspect of it. And then just yeah, just make a just make a movie that feels like feels closer to the set the first one. And that's all I have. You guys, yeah. plug your shit, make it quick.
2: Sure. Uh, D Aquino 122 on the Twitter, uh, Stranger Damies on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us. Give us a shout out. Let us know if you like us. If you don't like us, I don't care anymore. Just talk to us. <laughs>
1: Dan just wants to be recognized. I
2: want I mean, to be seen. I just want to be seen. Mark? Uh,
1: so, yeah, as usual, Stranger Damies um, episode posted yesterday um, because Mark lost track of the days of the week and didn't set it up for Wednesday, though that was Monday night. So you got you guys got it on Thursday. Um, uh, so, yeah, so we're barreling towards episode 100. You guys are getting close to, uh, you know, a final battle there. Um, we have a new a new member of the team um, there who seems to be a great addition. And as the episodes go along, you'll see him get more and more um, comfortable. I don't know if it was him personally getting more comfortable or if he was playing his character that way, because I, I could see him from talking to him separately outside of you guys that he would be one that would think how his character would think sort of Mm -hmm. thing. So (laughs) I don't know if that was calculated or it was just him getting, you know, you know, being able to break through the, uh, Dan and Ant improv show that some of those sessions take on, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so be on the lookout for that, and um, hopefully um, I'll try and do something special for episode 100. It all depends on how the first and second parts of the session go next time we get together, but yeah, yeah. So thank you guys for listening, and yeah, we're yeah going on. It'll be almost it'll be two years in a in about a week or uh, about a. You know, a session or two, I should say. Um, it'll be hundred and four episodes, so
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh this is they call this a movie. You can find us at they call this a movie podbean com or on any podcast streaming app to search they called this a movie. Uh our main site is the com and you could find us on all uh street uh social at uh, the main Dame. So just go on twitter facebook instagram at the main amy we shall pop right up we're currently doing polls um to find out what movies we're watching this week we're doing sci-fi fantasy um we've got one more day left um so by probably by the time you uh, listen to this it'll be wrapping up i think the clear winner i think this week i think we probably call it at this point is the running man so well deserved well, unless something crazy happens in the next uh, 24 hours, um, that's the movie Russia, we'll be watching next week. Um, Russia,
1: if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Russia, if you're
3: listening. Uh, I those ba- ballot boxes. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that's what we're doing right now. So we're having a lot of fun with that, getting a lot of responses. So that's great. Um, I think we've got one more week of uh, of polls this week because that will wrap up January. And uh, we'll go from there. Um, We're also now proud of part of Geek Vibes Nation. Uh, You can find them at gvnation.com on all uh, podcast streaming apps at uh, all podcast all social fuck all social at (laughs) Geek Vibes Nation. Just uh, search for Geek Vibes Nation and it'll pop right up. But also on all podcast streaming apps at ge5s Nation. Just look for them. They got a bunch of great episodes of uh, different shows. Um, whatever you're into, you can probably find a show that's right for you, and you'll find us there too. Um, if you have questions or comments, uh, the main namey at gmail.com is our email address. Tell us we suck. Tell us we're great. Uh, comment, like, share, subscribe, all that bullshit. Review us on iTunes. It helps us out a great deal. And uh, that's all the ways I could think of to annoy you to tell us to follow you. Tell you to follow us. Um, so that's going to wrap it up. Because I'm tripping over my words at this point. So I might as well get out of here as soon as possible. It's that uh, time. Uh, so, director of Teenage Mut- Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze is Michael Pressman. So, for Dan Aquino and Mark Myers, this is Anthony DelVecchio telling Michael Pressman to go fuck
0: himself.